Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How you been, Ev? How's your day? It was great. You know, this is our first live show of 2022. And we were just before gearing up to, you know, talk today. Really talking about like, you know, I want to feel refreshed. But do we feel refreshed? There was none of that. There was none (laughs) of New Year, New Me energy for 2022. Um, I usually like go into the year being like, yes, like clean slate. Let's like (laughs) introduce new habits and routines and like. I really struggled to keep myself motivated the past like week and a half since 2022 started. And I found some comfort in knowing that I wasn't the only one feeling that way. Like obviously talking with you, Evie, I felt that. But we had a a team sync today uh, at work and it's uh, with like the international team. So people from UK and Mm. um, Toronto and Canada and stuff. But yeah, even our lead was saying the exact same sentiment. So I feel a bit better that like there's definitely (laughs) something in the air and it's not just me. Yeah, yeah. No, I think like everyone needs to vent. Maybe that's the best way, right? Like instead of going to 2022 being like, I'm the new year, new me, do it. Like if you can, I don't know how anyone has the energy to try that right now. But (laughs) if you can, like, man, venting is so big and like, it's just a small thing, but it's just like so many things that we forget to do, um, you know, especially where we are, we're at home these days because mm-hmm. we, there's not much to do. But like, I think being at home so much is, it's a fine, it's a gift. I like being alone. I think it's actually awesome. There's nothing to complain there's about. There's too much home time sometimes. Yeah. And then you kind of get in your head and you're in your house and you're just very like in, just like, it's so internal. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like I haven't mm-hmm. seen you in like, years I don't yeah. know why but it's, I haven't seen you for like a full year since 2021 oh, please <laughs> I hate that um but yeah no definitely just trying to find ways to be rejuvenated so mm-hmm. I know we have a lot of shows to talk about today because shows are the pillar of our, giving us our life. outside yeah. life <laughs> but before that um one of the advice that one of our team members recommended was like Obviously, like, if you're, like, a goal-oriented person, setting, like, mini micro goals for the day Mm. to, like, feel satisfied has been really working for him. And, like, it can be as, like, so silly or small as, like, he said he takes a cold shower every day. And, like, that makes him really, like, wake up and, like, rejuvenate Mm. and all of that. So, like, I'm like that as well. Like, I love a good to-do list. I recently got into using Notion, which is, like, a an app that helps you just like, I don't know, it's like a notes app, but like you can incorporate like Excel documents and like links and stuff. It's actually really cool. I'm sure now you're going to get TikToks about it. I just created like a to-do list for the week and for the month. So I've been trying to like set goals for the month because you know how you're just like going about your day and you like have an idea or like a thought or like a chore that you forgot to do. And like thing that bothers me or like paralyzes me the most to progress to do other things is like, when I have a laundry list of things that I haven't got to. And that really bothers me. So like writing random notes throughout the day to remind myself has been super helpful to like also keep my brain clear. Yeah. So yeah, just like maybe try that. Maybe have like little micro habits or micro things that you want to do to feel like accomplished and like be really realistic of like what your day looks like and what you want to do. I think will be like getting us a little bit easier. Yeah, like talking about realistic. I was like laughing so hard at something I saw yesterday. So Reese Witherspoon <laughs> is like a wellness. I don't know what she's doing. Maybe she, it's just her she's wellness in, goals. Oh, I watched her. I've been watching her on the morning show on Apple TV. Oh, have you? Oh, that's you mean the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um I don't know. Like I honestly after like um, yeah, I haven't like checked in with uh, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> I don't know. Reese Witherspoon is yeah, up def- too. definitely not somebody I think about all the time, yeah. but I saw this really funny thing on Twitter. It was basically a screenshot of like Reese Witherspoon's caption of like 2022. She's like, 
I like to have eight hours of sleep and I like to like drink this much water in the morning. Like she put like a little list of what she wants to do, right? Mm -hmm. And then Ina Garden, who is yeah, the, barefoot, the Barefoot Contessa. Oh, you don't need to explain to me who Ina oh, Garden is. Oh, I know. It's for the listener. <laughs> okay, if you don't know Ina Garden, and I hope you would know the Barefoot Contessa. Like whatever. You, you haven't know, watched Food the Food Network? Yeah. I know. You didn't grow up watching the Food Network. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> she is the funniest person I've ever met. Love her. Um, but she's actually, treasure. She's actually not trying to be funny at all. Like, no. She's like so pure. That's her charm. Yeah. And she like wrote on a, a comment on Reese Witherspoon's caption being like, to quote Reese Witherspoon, if she went through every single one of her points, she's like, one, no, I will be drinking very large Cosmos at home. Like <laughs> two, sleep, I'll do what I can, but I like to stay up and watch this Netflix shows. And I was like, you know I what? I love that for her. Yeah, I mean, she was like really real about it. I'm like, mm -hmm. did she just end wellness influencing? Like she wow. ended it. If anyone, she could end it because the amount of butter this lady uses in her recipes <laughs> would like embarrass Paula. Okay, okay. well, like one big reiteration because I was trying mm -hmm. to explain this to my partner who had never heard of Ina Garden yet. What? And I was Wait, like really confused. Where have you been? And I was like, um, she's not like Paula Dean though. Like, she's no, no, no. Different. She is Hamptons, like pure... <laughs> I watched her kitchen tour and she has this one tip where she was always like tasting things all the time. So she bought these like antique spoons and she has it at her disposal all the time. Like she's incredible. And like the love that she has for her husband, Jeffrey, is like so cute. Okay. This is the newest, hottest couple that's yeah. been around for like 40 they're, years. They're a mom and dad. Yeah, they're yeah. a mom and dad. And like, I was laughing at that, but like, honestly, that's so funny. Yeah, I was just like thinking about that because like, honestly, I think that Reese Witherspoon thing was for some reason really like in my mind. Not what she was saying, but more like I got to be productive because mm -hmm. I've always been someone, I think I like- I hate that mentality, yeah. I know. I think like being, well, from my background, especially like a lot of like Chinese families I grew up mm -hmm. with, that's like productivity is everything. Like, you know, you have to be, if you're not doing anything, you're pretty useless. And then like, it's yeah. not a really great thing to carry on, especially here because it's like, I don't know how to relax properly. Like, mm -hmm. I really don't. So, like, when I was reading that, I thought it was mm -hmm. really funny. But this actually comes, like, when I, like, this week, I took an edible that was two times more than what I usually oh my God. take. Wow. But this is nothing. We're talking about, like, five milligrams. I know, no. So, I knew you were going to say five because I was like, yeah. I feel like you usually do, like, a 2.5. Only 2.5, like, makes me feel like, yeah, good. I'm good. Like, I'm good. I'm not. <laughs> but, like, like, a normal person feels on a five. Yeah, yeah. So I was on this five milligram and I honestly… By accident? Like… No, no. It was like sold out and I was like, you know what? Like there's no… Let me try it. Yeah, I'm Maybe like, I, maybe I need more. No, it wasn't more to like, you know, whatever. I was like, okay, this is still a small dose. Like in, like talking in to comparison. many people yeah. uh, who are around me. And I took it and I honestly felt like Blast I could chill. Off. I was literally like… One minute would pass. I'm like, oh my god, I just wasted three hours. And I was so <laughs> uncomfortable. And so I would have loved to seen you in that state. Oh no, it was horrible. Like, oh my god. like uh, my partner literally was like, just go in the shower and stand there for like five minutes. No, because like, you feel like you're in the shower for so long. Yeah. yeah. So everything I did felt long because I think what had happened is like, you know, when you're, you know, for some people and for me, the effects are like, I'm my mind relaxes, right? I think about less than I usually mm. am. And it wasn't until I like had taken that that I realized that my mind is constantly running on a loop with 400,000 yeah. things. And that's my comfort zone. I was like, mm. I'm comfortable being like, okay, I'm going to watch this K-drama. Before that, I'm going to like do the laundry. and then so To give yourself like uh, the okay to actually spend time watching TV. Exactly. Mm. And like, uh, did I do my 10,000 steps today? Yeah. If I didn't, I'm just going to walk around my house randomly mm -hmm. and then do that before I do. And like my life is always like task, task, oh, task, I task, resonate task. with that so much. And it got worse because of the pandemic. You're home and you're just mm -hmm. like, how many things can I do in, 
you know, I'm going to do the dishes and this and whatever. How many times can I clean up the pantry? Exactly. <laughs> Reorganize my closet. And it's not like these are fun things. Like, I don't really mm. like, like, well, some people like to clean. I don't find it therapeutic. I just think that's like, has to be done. It's and a I'm habit. Like, and I want to be like, yeah, I did it. I like, it's something great and productive. But then I was like, you know what? Once I took that weed pill and I was just like having the worst, weirdest time, Wayne literally, like my partner was literally like, you just don't know how to chill. Like, yeah. this is the problem. You're having a really hard time relaxing because you don't even know what that means. Okay. I'm like, what do you like on a vacation? Okay. So this is what I mean. Like, I like city vacations. I, I like know. To I only see you once walk. going to a beach vacation. And I was lost after like two days. I was so lost. <laughs> I, was, I was like… So is there like, do we, do we, do we have do activities we, we can yeah, do? do we walk there? Can I walk into town? And like, like absolutely no, not. Like, get mugged. Like you're literally on the highway. Like mm. you can't be walking around here. And I'm just like, that's, again, that's a very telling per- like vision mm-hmm. of who I am. Like when I'm at, when I vacation, I'm like, I want to go to city and walk 40,000 steps and go everywhere. And it's not about the steps. It's about like, I want to see everything. Mm-hmm. Like I want to learn new things. But that's the very big thing that I learned about myself just in the first thing of the year. And I knew this was a thing, but I didn't know how crazy it was and it was really provoked by this weird weed experience i was just like wow like everyone on this is supposed to be chiller right yeah it's the fact that i was chiller and more relaxed that it made me like insane like i was like why am i not thinking things like Mm -hmm. why what's my next task like blah blah blah. and i was like wow i need to really reevaluate which is why i finally put on like screen time and all this stuff and i have always been so prideful about being like Oh, I can separate work and stuff, but it's definitely not true. You're the last person that I know. Any yeah. list I like texted her at like 8 p.m. last night or something. She's like, sorry, I was just on a call. And I was like, why <laughs> are you on a work call past 6 p.m.? Um Please. okay. From this experience though, now looking back, like how long were you actually high for? Like an hour or two hours? No, it was definitely like like I felt like time had passed, but I think it was like an hour. So like acknowledging that news, like, is there any part of you that like you think that you can get to a place where you can slowly like accept this chillness uh, energy that you get to be able to like ease into it? I really hope so. But as me and you have had discussions about, like I think when we were young, especially uh, being immigrant kids and you yourself are like 1.5, mm-hmm. it's like you already do so much for your parents. Like I applied for health cards for them. Mm-hmm. I did that when I was like seven, right? And just like having that mentality of being like the wor- your worth is your productivity and your like how much you can mm-hmm. do. It's not like I'm yelling at my parents about it, but like it's such a common thing, especially in my culture, the way I grew up, that I'm just like, it feels so useless not to do anything. And mm-hmm. I had spoken to some people about that, even some older like popos, like older grandmas, some who are the people that collect the bottles on mm-hmm. the street. And they're like, some of them, like they have a house and they have places to stay, but it's like the lack of doing anything and just sitting at home really stresses them out too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So definitely that's something cultural, like from my grandparents, from my parents, like that's something that I'm trying to really dismantle. I really have a very hard time doing it. Mm-hmm. So I was just thinking, I'm like, damn, like my idea of good, like good human is always being productive. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you're, you're not actually being productive to yourself because like slowly I'm like yelling on the inside, right? So yeah. It was just like a wake-up call. And again, I think it was one hour, which is insane. But I felt like days had passed and I got like, nothing done. I wasted my entire week yeah. with this experience. Yeah, like I haven't done this. I didn't even do that. Why did I take this? And it was honestly like it had been like 20 minutes and my partner's like, can you just like… I'm surprised that it hit you that quickly too. It was weird. But I asked 
my question because over the weekend, my roommate got high for the first time with me. Oh, and like, amazing. She's always been really like scared and like she thought like the little smallest bit would like throw her over the edge. And mm. she, uh, so she was really cautious about it, but she like was really bold and took like an entire five milligram like edible. Mm. And like, I saw her so high and it was the best day of my life because it oh made me so God. excited. And then I was like, you cannot take this moment away from me because she was like, I'm never doing this again. And I was like, no, like I need just to continue to do this. And I was like, I think you'll ease into it. And I remember from like my past experiences, like it really freaks you out the first time, but then like you kind of like learn, okay, like last time I did this, yes, it was really triggering and like traumatic, but like I know it only lasted X amount of time. I'm just going to ride through it. And like, it did take a long for my brain to like accept that like, oh, it's only like for a moment. Like I'm literally floating yeah, in moment. this lazy yeah, yeah. river for like a moment and exactly. I'll like come back to it. Yeah. Like the lazy river yeah. gave me anxiety. That's yeah. the best Oof, way I can t- take babe, it, put it. Like this is, yeah. This I would be like in and out of like just the lazy river and the lazy river was so nice. I was like, oh, it's nice. And then I'm like, whoa, is what am nice? I doing? <laughs> like why am I sitting here in this lazy river? There's stuff to do. Yeah. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't try it again. I would just like go in with a mindset knowing like, whoa, you need to redefine your have idea done, of relaxing. Yes. Like, have done all of your stuff for the day. Every single task and there's like literally nothing else you can do for the day. So you give yourself the acceptance to enjoy the evening. But um, if, to your point about like when you talk to, when you reflect back on like your family dynamics and how that kind of mm. implemented a framework of what relaxation Produ- yep. or productivity is. Yep. I did have this thought a while ago and this was definitely a sober thought, which is shocking. But I was thinking <sighs> about like, I'm, I've never been a person to like want to have a business that makes money even when I'm asleep or like be a business starter. Like mm. I think my frame of success of financial stability is like doing manual labor work. Oh. Only because like I've only seen my parents' success and have financial security by working in a convenience store. Right, right, or right. Or doing something with their hands. And right, right, I right. know this doesn't go for like every immigrant family because I know a lot of immigrant kids, their parents have maybe profession jobs where they have to go into an office. So like yeah, that's yeah. different. But I think because ever since I was little, oh. I've only seen my parents do manual intensive jobs. So yeah. success to me doesn't always come from like working in an office or like and smart creating a website so they all have like an e-com thing and like I know obviously like I'm not saying this applies to everyone but like this was like the reflection that I had about like why I do that because I never have a desire to like have a business or like have like an e-com business that maybe will make money while I'm sleeping because the only perception of success and the way that I can earn money is through their hard work with their hands right so what would this mean like for you on a day-to-day since you do work like a really digital job yeah so I think that's why I also didn't really know how to relax for the longest time yeah I remember a couple of my friends and I were playing like um this card game called like we're not really strangers and it's like a really like in-depth like introspective questioning question uh game Damn. and one of the questions was like what's one gift you would want to give someone in this room like individually and oh. then both of them i was playing with two girls and both of them said that they want to give me a proper vacation where i relax for a week and i was yeah, like yeah i would agree what do you mean like i love relaxing like i can be on a beach and it's like she's they're like jazz like last time we were on a beach vacation after like three days in on the beach you were so anxious and like agitated you were like had to do things and i was like oh like I think I've definitely I I there was a part of me that was like that similar to you but yeah. opposite from you actually I think the pandemic actually gave me acceptance to like be lazy or like or like be okay with being bored because like the first lockdown there were so many moments of like wow I get to actually just like embrace being bored and like embrace have nothing to do being having nothing to do and like picking over random hobbies and like that brought me a lot of joy yeah so I do battle a lot day to day of like because 
So for instance, um, my day to day right now, because of maybe the upbringings that I had, because I feel like go, go, go is like the only way to be successful in a way. Yeah. I've always had multiple jobs. I don't remember any time I only had one job and date like bringing it back to like even 10 years ago in my like beginning of a career, I was going to full-time school. I had a part-time job that I worked like 30 hours a week. And I also had like an unpaid internship. And there was like this period where I was doing my internship, my full-time job. And then I also decided to take like a night class, a U of T, like a continuing education course. Yeah, that's wild. And even now, like fast forward to like 10 years later, I'm still in the same position. Like I'm so lucky, but like I have a full-time job. I have a part-time job. I have like a once a week (laughs) that I do and I work on the weekend. But given being that said, and I hope I'm not sounding like like arrogant, but like I still have fine to- fine, fine time, time to, to watch that. TV yeah. and like give myself. So when this topic came up again with my group of friends, I was just like, you know, guys, like I actually feel like I know how to relax and like turn my brain off over the holidays. I even turned off my like email notifications. So I don't even see it Gorgeous. coming in. And like, I feel like I've definitely, it took me a really long time to get to this place. So I have faith for you that you'll be able yeah, to for sure. enjoy and embrace the lazy river that you're going to be on. But yeah, I feel like, um, hopefully that the perception of success will change for me or that everything doesn't need to be like done by my hands and actually work smart and not work hard. And that's like one of my favorite things to try to advocate for. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel fortunate that like I've had this realization, gave myself the time to like actually relax and like embrace all the things that are happening around me that are like out of my control. But yeah. it did take me a long time to get there. No, I mean, I actually saw the transition in you. Like when, really? I think a lot of it, I'm not trying to say it's all weed, but like, I remember when you started to do like edibles and on a daily as like a treat, right? Or yeah, something like yeah, it's that. Such a treat. And it's like I think it not it's not the only solution. Of course, it's, there's a lot of introspection before you get into it that actually makes it work. Mm-hmm. But definitely it like I'm just at least I'm happy like okay, that trip was like not horrible, but it's just like annoying as hell. Like I have mm-hmm. no idea what happened, but like it at least like woke me up to be like, yo, you need to like figure out how to relax. Like, just because when you were a kid, you might not have felt like relaxing was a thing. Like, you know, I remember going out and seeking retail jobs. Like, I was like 15. Like, yeah, it's good to work. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in a situation where I didn't have to work, but like, I was like, no, no, no. I'm going to go to American Apparel. I'm going to go to Aritzia. I'm going to drop off my resumes everywhere. I want to work. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to work. The worst decision of your life. Yeah, and I'm like, (laughs) wait, like, at 50, like, I haven't stopped, and like you, like Mm -hmm. so many other people, haven't stopped working like, my first job was really 14. I haven't stopped working since then, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and then, you, like Our you said. bodies. I know. We, like, put ourselves through a lot of stuff yeah. and, like, put ourselves straight into <laughs> capitalism at 14 years old. And we're just like, you know what? And, like, hard work means success, even if you're not paid that well. And then you learn over the years that you're like, come on, this is crazy. But the fact that we were getting so much money from such a young age with zero, like, financial intelligence and oh, education. Totally, oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I, like I, we were literally working long hours mm-hmm. all on our feet um going to school customer too. service dealing with people that we for the first time would never talk to but having to be like you know you know how retail is so you do have to like the customer is right thing. yeah yeah that's the thing so Bullshit. i just remember like going to a retail like the retail job and literally being in a mecca where like i always was faced with like these really you know, bougie suburban moms and their daughters who were beautiful, but like could buy every single thing they wanted. Could buy anything they wanted, but the moms would 
be like, you're so fat in the mirror, right? Oof. I'm 14. I have no m- mental, emotional. Mm-hmm. I'm still growing. I'm like, how does one deal with this? You know, it's like actually so offensive. Yeah. But the customer is always right. So like you think about all these things that we went through without even like thinking about all the people we met and all that kind of stuff. And like, don't do that to your kid. Come on. It's like, so traumatizing. It's so traumatizing. And like, it's traumatizing. It's traumatizing enough for me to watch it and be like, oh, what do I uh whatever like this is awkward like i'm not getting involved yeah but what kind of child like wants to deal with that so like it's just like so many i learned so many things about people so young Mm -hmm. i learned so many things about like money not finance not being financially smart but like how money kind of works um i remember learning like you know there's discounts and you shouldn't use your paycheck for clothes Mm -hmm. but that happened a lot like in retail but those are things like you pick up slowly but like why did i go try to seek a job at 14 when I was like, what is that grade? Third, I don't know. Like eight, high school, nine? something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. No, nine, ten. Yeah, really. Yeah. And then you know, do that after school and like just come mm-hmm. back home and think like that's worth. That's me being worth a person, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's really me uh, bringing something home. And yes, jobs are like that because we live here. But also, it's like I've never taken a break. So this is like all to say that like I always thought working was productive. Like that's mm-hmm. it, which it is. But at the same times, if you don't do stuff for yourself, you cannot be the best productive version of yourself slash… And you can't you show forget up for yourself. other people. Yeah. yeah. But I hope that you do have like moment of like reflection in your own ways of like the flu- fruit of your labor. Mm. Like I think like yeah, where you are in your career or like the opportunities that are coming your way. Like it is so hard. I think inherently, especially for agents, like celebrate ourselves too. But like I feel like… Um, oh, so even for, for like my 30th birthday, I think I shared this with everyone on like an episode, but I happened to, I keep everything from high school. So I, mm. I was looking for something and I found my very first school photo that I took in grade 10 and I was 10, uh, grade five and I was 10 years old. And I looked at that picture and I was like, this is the cutest girl ever. But also <laughs> I was turning 30 that year and I was like, oh my God, this is 20 years ago. And like, I think 10 years old Jasmine will be able to see 30 year old Jasmine be like, so think like she's like so fucking cool. And like that gave oh, me such a moment of like, I oh, like that. I did okay. Like I made it really far. And like, I kept the picture on my desk every day to kind of like remind myself that like I've come so far. And you're still like, you're you, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, I don't know how that those moments will like come show up for you or like, yeah, you'll be able to find those times to like reflect and like kind of like to sit in that uncomfortableness because yeah, I yeah. know how much you are bad at like taking compliments or like anyone praising you. Terrible. But like, I think that will maybe be like an easier step closer to like giving you the. Yeah. Be like, I deserve to, to relax. Yeah. Okay, I just feel like I went through this whole, like, a queer eye whole oh episode. God. Thanks oh for… I'm, you're welcome. Thanks for the rant. <laughs> and thanks for the suggestions. Um, One thing I am excited for, because, like, this year didn't seem like it started with a bang, is no. definitely Lunar New Year. I know it's, like, it's February 1st, by the way. Yeah. In our- I love that. I like that it actually, like, starts on first of the month. Oh, I know. So whenever I don't feel like I've done… Not done, but like, you know, you want to feel refreshed. I'm like, well, you we always got chance. Chinese New Year. <laughs> you got a second I mean, chance. Lunar New Year, and that's like always such a great time. Like I remember being, growing up, the thing that we do is literally drive around with our parents, go to different relatives' houses all over Toronto, GTA, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And you go there and you say, Gong Hei Fat Choi, and you get red pockets and it's filled with money. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just, and eating like so many good snacks and so many like fun foods. And obviously you can't do that now. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously it was a lot better when you could do it as a child too, but Basically, how it works is like when you're married and you're 
when you're married, you're the one giving these red pockets. Mm -hmm. I know. That's why I like never want to grow up. It's like similar (laughs) in Korea too, where like I never want to get old so that I have to be the one like handing out the money. Yeah. I mean, and I always think about it. Like you don't even take it in until like I'm a little bit older. And during the Lunar New Year, like it's a huge, huge thing. Like for, for my mom, it's huge. For everyone, it's huge. Like it's literally the only time you'll probably see some people take breaks in Chinatown is mm. to celebrate this. Yeah, everyone in production is like, we need to put the order in now because it's going to be Lunar New Year. Year. Yeah, yeah, because like in China and Hong Kong. It stops Kong, the world. It stops them. And like literally those are countries that don't stop working, which is mm-hmm. a whole other set of issues. But those that's the time where we they just don't work, right? So it's like this amazing time where you just got to eat food and go around and get money and blah, blah, blah. But my mo- the way like they go to the bank and they're like, I would like... Fresh, uh, hundred fives. Bill. I want like fifty uh, twenties uh, and blah blah blah. All these envelopes. Don't mm-hmm. even know when they get the time to go out and get them. Like my it's dad has ones with our last name on it. I'm like, wow. when did you get this monogrammed? No idea. Personalized. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> it's like so fun. And uh, the real traditions are like, and if you guys want to just do it because you want to, you know, be part of it. It's like mm-hmm. the day before you clean yes. the hell out of your house. Every corner, everything, not the day of, the day before. You buy a new fit if you want to, if you can. You want mm-hmm. and, and you wash your hair and you basically get everything clean, like mm-hmm. basically the day before. You wake up the next morning, you do not do any work. It's mm-hmm. like a bad omen to How's that day for you? Oh, I know. <laughs> I'll 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 let I'll allow because I need this in my life, but like mm-hmm. you're not going out there sweeping Don't piss nothing. Off the ancestors. Yeah, you're not <laughs> vacuuming nothing. You're just like and you're not even showering or washing your hair. It's but. it's all because um when you're like sweeping or whatever, you're like sweeping away the gut, luck, good yeah. luck, right? Same with like washing Prosperity. your hair. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and so you bring a new fit into like into the new year because you're like, this is pop the that new tag. Me. Yeah, pop that tag. Yeah. And if you can do it, like if you really want to, like it is like such a fun thing because again, that's the one time a year I remember like you have to treat yourself. Maybe because my grandparents, for the one time, they're like, you don't have to be productive today. You can't do anything today. You mm. actually have to just like sit there and eat and get money. I'm like, sick. That That's the amazing. best day ever. But hopefully this year, like you're the Tigers have always been amazing mm-hmm. for me. It's my brother's year. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. I hope that brings him wealthy and Is he 36 this year? No. He's like 30. He's an 88. I don't know. Uh, he's like 33 or 34. He's not 38. right? Like it's every 12. Yeah. He's 33 because I'm 30. He's three years older than me. Okay, well, yeah, yeah maybe I, I like I have no idea what's going on. Like I'm like I don't know how to <laughs> I don't tell know, them. Matt. But you're the tigers have always been good. Your brother's a tiger. Mm-hmm. My grandma. Oh my like, god, I'm sorry. My mom's a tiger. Yeah, so I'm like it has to be a multiple sorry. of twelve. Jazz. She's sixty-two. Yeah, she's nineteen sixty-two. It's her birthday. Okay, so yeah. your mom. I feel like I've never met her, but talking has tiger energy. Oh. It's the luckiest year. Definition of tiger energy. Yeah, like my grandma's a tiger, definitely a tiger person. Mm-hmm. Um, my uncle and my grandpa and all tigers are just like, like tiger energy in your family. Lots, but they're known to be super. You know, they're dominant. Like yeah. that's like what kids or parents in China want to align their kid at. Mm-hmm. They want the year of the tiger. They just wow. really want. It. So yeah. they're getting busy in the bedrooms. Nine months yeah, ago? nine months ago. Not yeah. now because yeah. it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe nine months ago. Yeah. But Euro Tiger is like such a good vibe for everybody. Like mm-hmm. everyone loves it. And obviously, you know, I think I'm trying to see it in this way where like, okay, Tiger's super strong. Like trying to grasp onto anything. Same. To be like this is a good year. Like, Way I can- better than a horoscope in my opinion. 
Horoscopes are too nice. Like, if yeah. you've ever actually, okay, I'm gonna find a way to link you guys on our IG. But like, if you ever read like a lunar near, especially from like a, it's so like detailed. It's so detailed and it's actually rude. Like, it will be like you're gonna yeah, have the horrible, worst year of your life. Yeah, or you're gonna have horrible luck. Sorry, bye. And like, they'll actually <laughs> just say it like that. And you're like, wait, I like it. Heck? Nothing fluffy. Yeah, it's always about blood too. It's like you're gonna bleed a lot this year. You're not gonna bleed a lot this year. Or like, avoid sharp objects. Yeah. Or you should get into this field. Like very specific, not just like an artistic field. Like, oh, you should be specifically a painter. Like it's so specific. Wow. Like I think they're called geomancers. Like that's what they, the people who predict it or read the signs or whatever. Yeah. I'll definitely be sharing on IG because it's like. Please, now I want to go home and read mine. It's like, you know, horoscopes are so dreamy. Mm-hmm. This is like the last I, thing. Like it's not dreamy at all. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to get like my face red. Oh. Did I ever tell you the story about this Uber driver that I had a while ago? No, please. I think I must. I think it will maybe jog her memory because I, I say t- this is one of my favorite stories to tell. It was <laughs> like when I lived back in High Park. So I must have like just met you. So yes, like in yes, my yes. early 20s. So Ubers weren't even a thing back then. So I was like taking a cab. And then it was like after a night out. So I was coming home. And like I'm usually very fun- friendly with the Uber drivers unless they're like trying to guess what ethnicity I am. <laughs> but this time around, he was really kind. And then as we're talking, we like get to my house for the drop off. And he's like, you know, what? like I didn't want to like weird you out, but I actually read people's faces. Oh, my um, God. And I wanted to tell you like your fortune. And I was like, yes, please tell me. And he goes, he told me some like generic things that like I've, I'm told a lot about like, you know, my positive energy and like all that stuff. And he Fair, goes, yes. you're going to be so rich one day. You're going to send me a blank check and you won't even know how much I took out. What? Isn't that crazy? Okay. I even like took down his number like a while ago being like, that is the best like fortunate anyone has That's ever amazing. told me. Um, I think his name was like Mac or something. I don't have... This is very specific, Isn't that cool? though. Yeah, and I was like, "Fucking hope so, man." <laughs> here's, I mean, I actually hope he reads faces, and he doesn't just say that to everyone. Like every, yeah, every girl. But you are like a very posy person, Thank so you. that's well. The, yeah, some of the first part that, like, you know, even like a tarot card reader, like I, I do find patterns in like all these like horoscope readings and stuff. But like that thing about them finances was like really that's amazing. crazy. Yeah. You're gonna send me a blank check, and you're not even gonna know. Yeah, how much he withdrew. Wow. That's the energy I'm bringing to this year of the tiger. Yeah, that's the ed- Carry it. Yeah. I mean, maybe I need my face red. Maybe. Like, we all need our faces red. Yeah. I don't even know who does that these days, but that's like pretty good omens. Yeah. Even I know. though it's from a while ago. Yeah. But well, you've been working your way up from there. We'll see. We'll see. One day, guys. No. One day when we have a show yeah. and uh, we're just sitting on blank checks that we're sending out yes. to random people. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Is there any other like traditions you guys do at your house or like is there any like specific food that you eat? Um, we always eat this like new, it looks, it's like a really expensive, I don't even think it's good to be harvested at this point oh. in the time and year, Ew. but like forever now, but it's a, uh, I forget what it's called, but it looks like hair, but like it's like a, it's like a, oh cool. It's kind of like a seaweed new, oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I will get the name and everything right when I can, but like it's like, it's just really expensive. It doesn't even, like, for me, it's not my favorite thing. But it's just, like, these traditions and the way you eat the food. The food sounds like phrases. Like, gong hei fa choy. Fa choy. Oh, that's what's called. Fa choy. So yeah. the choy is called fa choy. Oh. So we eat it because it, like, literally is the same kind of, like, saying as mm. that. Uh, there's oh, o- cool. Yeah, there's other things. And, like, kind of, like, sort of sounds like this kind of food. So then we always eat those kind of foods. It's, nice. like, that's oh. how it's kind of Clever. done. Yeah, it's it's really Makes fun. grocery shopping easy. It does make it easy. Um, I don't know where you're going to find that specific nope. choy at all. TNT, where you at? Yeah, definitely <laughs> not. But like uh, my favorite thing is like not even tradition. I would bring these like, you know, the red candies. 
Like they the like, ginseng ones? No, they're like red. They're shiny. They have like a Chinese writing on it. Yeah. Them. Is and that the one that smells like mothballs that I don't like? Not that one. No, that's that like, one is like, uh, that's actually green. like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. one's different. I love yeah. that one too. No, no one, it's I a very weird one. To her. Yeah. It's like an apricot. I don't even know what it is. No, it's a weird it's cake. Stinky. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, it's no, it's like a kind of like a milky candy that's strawberry on the inside. Oh, it's really good. I'll, I'll bring that. it next yeah. time. But it's like I used to bring that to school, and like p- kids used to like flock because everyone knows Asian snacks are like the it. best. But like you get the occasion to bring all the stuff there, and everyone's like, "What is this? This yeah. is so crazy." Um, that would be like another tradition. My mom would like make sure that I like bring these to yeah. school. Um, I saw on Next Shark today that this uh, in obviously every everything racist like this happens in the U.S. But someone <laughs> ordered pho from like a Vietnamese restaurant, yeah, and then yeah. you know how obviously for pho they don't cook the meat, so they had separately packaged the raw yeah. rare meat. Yeah. And then when the customer received that, it, it was like bloody, obviously, and they like wrote in like a really nasty Facebook comment about it. Oh, and then I, if I was the restaurant owner, like a, I would be so embarrassed. Like they used really mean words to like describe their food experience when they received it but then the restaurant owner actually wrote like a really nice Facebook post just like really like opening the co- uh, the conversation about it in a way it wasn't like attacking that person or like shaming that person but just like really explaining yeah. hey that like uh, we realized that not everyone knows how to prepare pho at home and they order to go as many are confused to see the packaged raw meat. We understand that not everyone wants to do the extra cooking when they order takeouts, but pho was never intended to be a takeout food, especially in Vietnam before any delivery service existed. And he goes, and then they go on to be like really posy, being like, here is a instructions how to correctly prepare. And it gives them like all these steps. Mm. And then she summarizes it being like, if you don't want to cook the meat at home, we have other topics that doesn't require labor like meatballs and brisket, X, Y, and Z. Please don't hesitate to call us ask if you have any questions but calling and yelling at our employees for something you don't understand is never acceptable referring that our tapioca boba as frog eyes or shaming our food and calling it nasty or disgusting when you don't like it or just simply don't understand it is offensive and insensitive towards our culture there may be a certain dish that doesn't just isn't for you but to many it's it's our comfort it's mom and dad's food it's home we will always provide the most authentic version of our food. If it's not for you, there are many other restaurants out there for you to try. Wasn't yeah. that so nice? That is really nice. Like McDonald's. You can go there. Please go to Chick-fil-A. Go to McDonald's, Domino's, like wherever. Frog eyes. Like, come on. Like, yeah. these are getting so lazy, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're like we're we're past. I'm so past this. Like, yeah. this is crazy. But, you know, the best part of pho, honestly, is eating at the place by yourself or with friends. Mm-hmm. It's when like you're hungover. When you're hungover, always. But, like… It's like the one place for sure I feel the most comfortable eating alone. Like it's mm-hmm. just a vibe. Like everyone knows what you're doing there. You're in and out. Yeah. Amazing food that's going to heal your soul. Yeah. And you need to get that meat raw. Like I have never met anyone who wants a well done pho. Like that Who, is whoever gets with chicken. Okay, I used to do that to try really? to be healthy. To try to be healthy. It's actually good too, but obviously it's nothing like yeah, the beef nothing one. Like it's the nothing. OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like from that post, like I I feel like my immediate reaction is to like be combative yeah, and like yeah, aggressive yeah, yeah. and like defensive about it. But I really like the the approach that they took in terms of like trying to explain and educate and but also like make a stand be like, hey, like what you're doing is really hurtful to our yeah. culture. I don't come here and make fun of your like grilled cheese and ketchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like putting ketchup on everything. Like I think to me that's weird sometimes, you know? Like yeah, yeah. um so yeah, I just really like that approach. No, I thought it was a good approach too. And again, like I think if it was me again like you, I would immediately be oh. you get you have to get defensive over the yeah. food. It's like the last straw of your being or the like first straw of your being, mm-hmm. right? But like it's true like I I think that that was handled so well. Mm-hmm. 
and she didn't just she didn't just do like the customer's always right where they're no. like sorry order something else but it was like she literally said you know this is why in a graceful way yeah. which is something I definitely got to learn I recently talked to a customer for my work mm. and on the topic of whole like customer is right point of view I have to like call out to like clients all day we record the calls for like monitoring and like I don't know research purposes obviously so mm-hmm. I was doing this like call recording language to get uh, approval from the person the guy that I was talking to and then he actually declined I was like okay whatever so I like took it off but then that's also always like a red flag because like what are you trying to say to me that's that you don't want to record it so I go into the conversation do my spiel about like introducing myself and then he like cuts me off and goes I'm going to stop you right there and cut to the chase. And then, you know that feeling when you walk into an office, you still have your jacket on and like your bag still on. And before you even sit down, someone asks you to do something. Yes, that's a feeling. Like I haven't even like like had like took down to sit on my chair yet. Oh man. So even that's how I felt when he like cut me off and he just like launched into like list laundry list of things that he was unhappy about the company that I work for. Oh man. So it immediately like instantly like rubbed me the wrong way and then the two things that he was upset about was like totally out of my control uh, and then um he like didn't even want to hear it. it just sounded like he had already made up his mind he didn't want to do anything to do with their business but then still was like complaining to me about it yeah, yeah. and i think because i knew the call wasn't recorded but i think it is actually recording my voice it's not recording his voice so whoops but i kind of had this like <laughs> urge to be like i am so sick of people that you don't even know me talk yeah, to yeah. me this way yeah. i had the balls to be like okay sir what's keeping you here then like, I'm not holding you hostage here. Like, what is keeping yeah, you a square? Yeah. And then I was like, you're not even list- You're not even giving me the room to talk about the reasons why these processes are in this place. You already made your mind up. For and sure. Like, well, I'm going to want you to talk to my colleague, John. Like, he's going to reach out to you. And I was like, to be honest, sir, like, I don't even feel comfortable talking to this person because you're not setting me up for success. Like, why would I waste my time talking to this person where you've already, like, made up your mind? And I kind of, like, went off on him. Not went off on it, but I was just like, what's keeping you here? I felt really bold to, like, ask that question. And then towards the end, he, like, really, like, kind of took a step back. And, like, it was one of those moments I wanted to be like, I'm someone's daughter. Like, I could be your daughter. Like, how dare you talk to me this way? So I I want that energy moving forward. No, that's really good, though. Like, I mean… I mean, obviously, you know, at the workplace, you can't fully be exactly yeah, who would answer I anybody. Wish. Yeah. But again, that's kind of like what they did where they're, you know, they're not here being like, you know, fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. They're just like, this is what it's they're like. They're mad but, yeah, but being mad. Yeah, okay. but that that is hard because especially a lot of your stuff, the nature of your stuff is like people actually see you and they actually mm-hmm. see and hear you, right? Yeah. Like they know you're a real person. Yeah. You, you have a name, you're introducing yourself and it's like that kind of like behavior is so crazy to me mm-hmm. these days. Like… Where you're so angry and like, I mean, I feel like the person's on the call just to be, just to yell at you. There's no other 100%. really solution to be there. And yeah. it's like, I understand things fail. Think like programs suck. Shit Heck happens sucks. all the time. all the time. But why does like yelling at a person like make, should make you feel better? Especially, mm-hmm. you know, when you realize it's out of their hands. And it's just like, people forget that all the time. Yeah. Like I totally am on the other side sometimes too. When I'm on a call, been on hold for customer support for two hours and they hang up on me by accident. Like that drives me off the wall. Yeah. And, but we had like, what we, I mean, I, that drives everyone crazy. No one yeah. wants to be waiting. Their phone's like broken or something, yeah. but it's like, this person didn't break your phone. Like, yeah. y- like, yes, it fucking sucks. But like, that's one thing. Like, I hope people carry that also that energy throughout this year because it's like this is happening all the time to like retail server mm-hmm, exactly in person, like in the flesh, like in front of your face, and it's like so, it's so much. Like these mm-hmm. people are just, we're so spoiled. Yeah, 
Yeah, maybe that's it. And yeah. like, like honestly, when I see those rage, you know, those rage out videos that are like Karens raging yeah. out, like the dude Karens raging out. I'm yeah. like, this is exactly it. Like, what? What is so? How are you taking time out of your day and doing this? Like, like this who is hurt wild. you? Wild, yeah. yeah. Go see a therapist if you can. Yeah, yeah and if you can't, can, <laughs> please take your energy somewhere else. Like, mm-hmm. you know, these people make like minimum wage. Like, there's no point in mm-hmm. yelling at them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's actually like a good step because like. I think there needs to be something said about like how, you know, workers always get treated all the yeah. time and the customer is always right. It's like such a dangerous, dark hole, like mm-hmm. for so many people. I don't believe that's right. I think they're bad customers. Oh, a hundred percent. The customers, like some customers are awful. Yeah. And that's why, like I've said this so many times, like, please like make it a prerequisite that everyone has to work like six months yeah. in one of these jobs. Like, yeah, please. It makes yeah. you such a better person. You see examples of people that are like, what the hell is wrong with these people? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and especially important during a pandemic that obviously is still going on because it's like you, you like everyone's frustrated, including the person that's working there helping you. Like They don't want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not here to like make you laugh or mm-hmm. make you happy or like cha- turn things around and but like they don't make enough for you to just go off Treat and be you that, that way. way. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Well, with that… What have you been watching lately? So we had to… So you guys will, you know, know soon. But we obviously are talking about Singles Inferno. Like, it's not like we didn't talk about it. It's not like we're not watching mm-hmm. it. But we… I, I finished that show. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna… I don't think it's even necessary for spoilers. Because honestly, I don't even know what the hell happened. <laughs> it's accurate. In terms accurate. of nothing real… like Nothing if, happened. In my head, nothing happened. Surprise! Maybe in your head, you might think something happened. And you no. might be looking up to see if anyone you know is still a thing but like that was the worst drop-off ever ever i think i was in the lowest point of like desperation and boredom that i started (laughs) watching it and like tiktok really hyped it up for me me more than it needed to be but i was like telling leo like oh i'm watching this new dating reality show and he's like okay like what do they get at the end do they win money and i was like no. no. I was like, do they find love? Like, no, they're only there for seven days. So the whole purpose of the show was for them to go on a second date when they're out of the paradise. Like, who fucking greenlit this? It was such a waste of money, waste of my time, <laughs> and it was so awful. It's kind of sad that we watched it, though. I know, like, and I begged you to watch it with me. It's fine. She literally was like, we needed to discuss. You need to watch so, six episodes in four days. I'm we like, have nothing okay. else to talk about, so you have to watch this. It's true, though. And the thing is, like, we did have a lot to talk about in the first few episodes. Yeah. Like, because we are just… Oh, there were good nuances we talked about. You're right. Yeah, and it was, like, just starting, and, like, there were actual things happening. Mm-hmm. But then, like… Literally at the end when everything ended, I was like, what? Like, I was like, so all y'all just got tons of followers, right? Like, yeah, exactly. And you were only there for seven days, which is… Seems- Some were only there for like three days. Yeah, and th- which is insanity because I'm like, you were only there for se- yeah. seven or three days. And like, just like all the emotions or all the things that go into you, you're like, obviously it's reality TV, so you can't always be like, this is real. But like… Seven days? Like, yeah. I could literally, like, I think we could both survive it then. Like, 100%. now that I'm thinking about it, like, yeah. I could act for seven days. Like, yeah. I care about this island. And, and boost up our ratings? Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> like, it's it's just the format was so strange. It definitely so can't be seven Nothing days. made sense. I hated every ounce of it. There are so many shows now that, like, I finished the finale. I, like, instantly regret watching. What else? I just finished Dexter, like, the oh. new blood one. When I say… I'm so embarrassed that I wasted my time watching the show. The ending was just so sloppy. <laughs> sloppy, bad writing. And I say all this knowing that I can never write a TV show, but 
for someone who Wait, watch, it, don't say that yet. I know I really know. don't think I can but the fact like for the amount of TV that I have consumed in my lifetime I think I get some like accreditation to for say sure, something for sure it was the worst ending and I read like a really good recap on the vulture about it <clears throat> it's like so anyone who watched Dexter like the original that ending was fucking awful because they just made the main character like move to Canada and like be in like in mystery uh, yeah, yeah alias and then in the new thing it was like their failed attempt at revival of it and then just like the ending was just so bad like I finished the last scene and I wanted to immediately throw my TV out the window like I was <laughs> so upset and there's so many TV shows like that another one that I was like really I'm still mad about it was this Netflix show called Behind Her Eyes have you ever seen I it? I didn't see that it was Save Her Fucking Time Um, it was like <laughs> oh, so much happened in the last like three the last episode that like oh was like God. such a mind fuck and it was stupid did you watch Insecure? I haven't finished okay. it. Well, I maybe I did like the ending, but the last season was also kind of like the a dimmer. little bit disappointing mm. for me. And I think um, a lot of people, I think, would say that I'm very picky when it comes to TV shows. I think a lot, it does take really? a lot for me to be like happy. Like I get really, like I hate it. I didn't hate it, but I really didn't like start up. Yeah, it was okay. <clears throat> the ending was awful. Yeah, like, that towards was awful the end was really too. bad. Yeah, yeah. What I am, sorry sorry for the hate rant, but I just want to, listen up. I'm saving you time. Don't ever watch Behind Her Eyes or The New Dexter or um, Singles Inferno. Okay, yeah, definitely. I, I Like, the thing that's most recent to us is Singles Inferno, and I yeah. can, we didn't even talk before this. We literally walked here, and I was like, so, like, we're literally live right now. Yeah. I'm like, that was shit. And that was like, awful. That was awful. I hated it. It was really bad. Yeah. Um, but I am really, really liking, and I think we should do like a whole episode about it at one point, is Our Beloved Summer. Oh, I love it. It's so It is good. so wholesome. I haven't watched this week's episode yet, but like it makes me feel like I'm in high school again and it's like the perfect summer day and I'm just like go, walking down to the convenience store to get like a lollipop and like trying to get a glimpse of my crush. Like that. Yeah, it, that, it has those feeling. vibes. Yeah. It definitely has those vibes. This is a Korean show on Netflix. Yeah. It, it features... Choshik from Parasite and that annoying girl from Itaewon class <laughs> with a really bad ombre hair. It's not even ombre. What was it called when you have like the tips of your hair color back in the day? Yeah, ombre. Was think, it ombre? I don't even know yeah, if that's called ombre. Yeah, it was not a vibe. But this one's actually a vibe. Like it's actually it's a good so show. Good. Coming yeah. of age. Great writing. Great, great storyline. Great character development. It's actually unique to me in Korean drama world because I thought it was like way more real than a lot of the other ones yeah. I had watched. It was very realistic. Like there were just so many, not saying other things aren't, but like this was, it's a very basic story if you break it down. It's like, don't ruin it for me. Oh, sorry. It's not. No, it's an, it's not I mean, over. like, don't ruin it, but like, don't don't break my bubble of happiness. Though. Oh, no, it's an amazing written story because it's like such a local it's not a big scenario. There's no mm-hmm. crazy crime yeah, going there on. There isn't nothing. like yeah. hidden family members coming up from the woodwork. From like, yeah, yeah. Or like this. no one dies and has like an amnesia and wakes up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it's not anything like that. Yeah. So no slow mos of different angles of having a kiss either or subway endorsement, which is a yeah, very, very, very rare, so <laughs> rare, and like uh, really enjoying that. Um, and the way it's shot, it's like so cinematic. Yeah, it's beautiful. Graphically beautiful. Yeah, it's it looks beautiful. like an A two four movie, in my opinion. Y- you could just treat it like it's a long A two four movie. Oh, go for it. Yeah, Stephen Yum probably is like directing in the back. Yeah, I'm just like it's so beautiful. I yeah. love it a lot. Other things I'm watching, honestly, you I'm watch going that doc. Oh my god, that doc is crazy. Yeah. Uh, there's this. It's called Fourteen Peaks. Yeah. It's like an amazing story, and this is from like 20. I don't even know when it came. I think it came out last 
I thought it came out this year or like last year. I saw so pretty recent. Yeah, it's about this amazing uh, climber who's Nep- Nepali, and mm-hmm. he basically is somebody who is he's so accomplished. I don't know if oh, you watched it all. I, I think I I don't know why I didn't finish it, but I did watch like halfway through for sure. Okay, he's like absolutely incredible. Like mm-hmm. basically served every part of slash his army or like done everything that you can ever like float on a plane on a jet ski. Okay. Yeah. Like just he can do anything. This was like the youngest wild. member of like the military group. Yes, or of that military his, yeah, group. Village or something yeah, like that. yeah. And like basically like, you know, there's a lot of Sherpas and people in Nepal who are mm. the guides for a lot of Westerners who want to go climb these big mountains like Everest and like there's several in Pakistan. There's several in Nepal, some in China, mm-hmm. Tibet as well. And it's like you know, for years, this is like have been their traditions, like in their blood. I'm not saying it's in his specific, but like in Nepalese traditions, like mm-hmm. these people know how to climb the hills. They know how to get around it. They know how to like navigate these crazy storms and avalanches and stuff. They're like one with the nature they know. Yeah. And it's like the saddest thing and the most crazy thing is like he went up there and he, he was trying to like the biggest thing that people had done is like accomplishing 14 of these largest mountains over mm-hmm. 8,000 feet. 14 peaks. 14 peaks, and he did it in seven months. And the, the last record was seven years. So think about oh my that. Yeah, it's wow. like he I'm was exhausted. Doing, exhausted. And yeah. we're not talking about like, we're talking about. It's not a cute climb up like Grand Canyon no. in LA. 22 hours like straight, one mountain, hanging off the edge, mm-hmm. one wrong step, you're, fu- you're like slipping. Yeah. Um, just so many crazy things about it. And like, uh, to be honest, like I was watching it, and like the biggest thing that's obviously stuck to me is like, He's like, so if this, like, if I was a Western climber, he did it. Like, mm-hmm, he did mm-hmm. it. Like, there would be so much more press about it. Like, exactly. so many people would care about it. But, you know, he's getting lots of followers on Instagram. And his biggest thing was uplifting the Sherpas and the climbers have, that have always been doing it. So he mm-hmm. went with a crew of four Nepalese climbers as well. And every time he's like, he shouts out their name every time. He's like, they're so important. People don't know. They're not just oh, a Sherpa. Yeah. Like, that's their name. They are the ones giving you the experience for you to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, for all the Westerners coming to have this experience. Exactly. Yeah. So like Everest, like the like he was like saving his own money to do this whole journey and to do like 14 peaks in seven months. But like Everest, like when he was climbing, that one's obviously the most popular. Mm-hmm. It was like just a bunch of like Westerners, like traffic jam on the hill. Yeah, that picture. Yeah, yeah that picture which made like New York Times front page and yeah. all that stuff. Lots of people are doing this because it's fun. But like it was just so amazing to see someone care so much about like uplifting community, yeah. community, but himself, his culture, and really like openly talk about like because there is like a savior complex where some people might have been like, the sh- like a Sherpa could have felt really honored by being shouted out in like a post by like a Western climber who made it, mm-hmm. but he was like, no, that's not enough. Like you need to know them, you need to know who they are, you need to know their names, you need to follow them. They have accounts too, and like often like they aren't given names because they're just like the Sherpa or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was just incredible. Like, first of all, thrilling as hell. Yeah. Um, this is like a human that's amazing. Like, I don't know how anyone's physically capable of doing all exactly. these things. But like, really it comes down to like, he's trying to big up his, you know, his culture and mm-hmm. who he is and like why they're so proud of it. And like, I think it was just such a cool watch and like, it went by so quick because it's like, there's 14 peaks and they're all scary as hell. So yeah. like, it goes by fast. I thought it was really good um, as well. And I love, like, the love between him and his wife as well. Yeah, like, that's being so crazy. Married, like, going into this documentary, I didn't know the concept of it. I only really thought about, like, free solo. And I thought it was oh, going to be, like, back yeah. type. And it, like, really took me by surprise. So I really love, like, the encouraging love and, like, the the trust that they have with one another. And then, yeah, like you said, like, everyone else that wasn't him in the community always being, like, we are so proud to have a Nepalese, like, 
a yeah. leader to take us through this. And like at that pride and like how they trusted everything in him and like knew he wasn't just doing it for the fame or the recognition. He has such a bigger purpose behind it was like so evident throughout the entire documentary. So I really liked it too. It was great. If you guys want to follow him, his name is Nims Persia. He is so cool. He has lots of followers now, but he's just like also it just sometimes just takes that one kid in the community yeah. who's very out there, you know, doesn't sleep and like has a good social media understanding. Like mm-hmm. they know how to work it, right? Mm-hmm. And then from there, like he, you know, expanded this and like helped other Nepalese climbers get paid what they should get paid. Exactly. And like actually the biggest part was like I he's like, I've raised enough. So these four climbers that climb with me, they all get paid more than the Western trips. And I'm oh, like, that's wow. amazing. Like that's how it should be. That should be. be the bare fucking minimum. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. So like it was a great watch. I really enjoyed it. It was outside of like me jumping between K-dramas, reruns of The Office because it's comforting. Oh, and then wow. I was like, wow. this That's is your like, comfort show? Oh, trust me. It's my cr- comfort. I love cringe. Oh like, my God. Lo- oh yeah, you told me. You do like cringe. Weird. I love cringe and not a real, like not reality show cringe. I like like stupid character mm-hmm. cringe. Like okay. Superstore. I don't know if anyone watches you- that too. You would watch Superstore. Okay, see, she's learning new things about me. Curb, like all these things. Yeah, yeah. Like Curb, I want. I understand. Curb, yes. Superstore. I wow. still watch Superstore. Isn't wow. that crazy? Yeah, it is. <laughs> You're just yeah, like, what is. is wrong with you? But it is like a show that helps me just fall asleep. Yeah, mine sadly was like How I Met Your Mother. I don't. It was like my comfort show. And yeah. I know every episode, every single line, but like what? rewatching it, it has not aged well. At it's horrible. I also don't like sitcoms. It's so personally. awful. But um, now with the new remake of How I Met Your Father coming out with Hilary Duff, uh, they've been a lot of these like um, theories Whoa. with the existing How I Met Your Mother episodes and stuff. So, so you're going to watch it? Uh, I don't know. Like I really, I also I think I grew out of sitcoms. Like another one is like New Girl. I really find that funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Did that, you grow out of that? Or yeah, no? I think I, I I think I do get a lot of new girl content on my TikTok, but I think, yeah, I kind of grew out of like any comfort shows, really. Yeah, you're like, just give me yeah. something uncomfortable. Screw yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, do you want to do snack time? Yeah, I'm like, I was just looking. My stomach has been rumbling, full disclosure, <laughs> this entire <laughs> show. Enough. Okay, so I have this from um Auntie uh, what's Auntie Supply. Auntie Supply. Yeah. It's called Chips, chips. It's a salted egg potato chips. Oh, I love salted egg. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope you like it. Is it like? Oh, nice. Yeah, that was good. ASMR. Ooh. Okay. I'm so excited to try it. Oh my god, no! I took like a horrible piece. Yeah, that that wasn't even a full piece. Oh, I don't like salted egg. I like it. Do you like it? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. It's like mm. so. Okay, it looks like a potato chip. But it has like a actually no. Oh, I love the the aftertaste of salted egg. Oh, I keep it then. Okay, well we'll keep it we'll keep it here. Yeah, we'll just leave it, it there. It is um, really good. It is actually it's a very unique taste. I am gonna say for a very acquired taste buds, but yeah. I would this this would be really good with like beer. It'd be really good. Oh my anju. god, it's really yeah. good. Yeah. Like the aftertaste oh. is fire. It mm-hmm. tastes like you just ate. It's very umami. Very umami. Mm. It's like you kind of just like, I know this doesn't really sound right, but like you just kind of ate a hard boiled egg and it's like, you know, the chalkiness of the egg. Like mm-hmm. there's there's a little chalky layer on top of the chip. Yeah. When you've done like a nine minute egg, what kind of, how, how long do you boil? Or oh boil? no. Okay, girl. I'm a seven and a half minute Same, egg. Same. I was going to say. Because we want the runny egg, but sometimes you just miss that kind of chalky texture. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. I know what you mean. And oh, that it gives does you that. Accurate. That yeah. is the most accurate description. And there's also like, 
really good saltiness, but like nothing like, oh, I need a glass of water. No, yeah, not too salty. Mm -hmm. Not too salty. Oh, it's it's hitting it. But before we wrap up, this girl is wearing a Capricorn t-shirt today because it's her birthday uh, this weekend. Hey, I got you a gift. Okay, what? Please. I have to say, um, am I supposed to? I'm not gonna. Yeah, open it. it. I want you to open it in front. Well, not in, in front, front of the, everybody. In front of everyone. But I'm I, um, it's my, uh, it's not my best work. I'm gonna say, but Stop. I crocheted you a balaclava because everyone, everyone's crocheting balaclavas. I wish I could. <laughs> you can't. Okay, I'm gonna take a photo. When the show drops, wearing this Jasmine, you know, original. Yeah, so beautiful. Couple of notes. It's my second ever. Thank you. That was a hug. It's my second ever crochet balaclava. It's not my best work. I would love to make you another one, but I just, I know I've had balaclavas this and is like, beautiful. Evie kept saying she wanted one. So I thought I'd make you one. Bitch. Well, it was really cute on you. And Thank I'm you. really happy that I didn't just buy this at Aritzia and this is actually personal. I hope it fits your head. I don't think it looks bad. What's wrong with that? I don't know. I, like, I, I definitely missed a lot of stitches at the bottom, but I hope you like Girl, it. Girl, you know that's my life. It's yeah. fine. That's totally Yeah, it okay. goes with your aesthetics. But, well, I will let you keep this salted egg because it, I can hear your stomach rumbling from here. No, if you want it, honestly, it's so good. Okay, we'll share a little bit more. But it is a very acquired taste. Um, But yeah, that was it, guys. Thanks for tuning in and listening. We'll be back next month here, but then you can also expect another episode from us. Yep. Just the two of us as well. And you know where to find us. At imainted underscore. (laughs) Bye. Bye, guys. ISO Radio.